I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving or whatever you celebrate. Or I hope that you just had a good day in general. And I hope that the worst is all behind you. I had a good Thanksgiving with my family. And uh, it's just nice to get together with people. And I respect that there are people where the holidays can be hard for them. Whether there's a loved one missing or more. Or a loved one is sick or ill or in pain. Or what have you. Or you're just alone or, you know, the holidays can be hard for people. And uh, here in America, we're in the holiday seasons, which can last a few months. So there's like, uh, so after the 4th of July, there's Halloween, Thanksgiving, and Christmas. And there's also other holidays around those times, too, for different cultures. And yeah, I mean, I, I could imagine it'd be hard to go through that. You know, so this holiday season, I'm going to be able to upgrade my content production by getting a MacBook. It'll have iMovie and I can cut my footage. I don't have a way to cut footage right now, and that's unfortunate. You know, but besides me just treating myself... Um, and also upgrading my production quality. I've been thinking, I've been giving a lot of careful thought to what I'm manifesting in life. You know, not just the things that I want consciously, like to be in better health, you know, to be more fit, to have more fun. You know, I also think about the things that I try to become aware of unconscious things that I manifest. Like maybe in the back of my mind, I miss somebody. And so it's leading me to give them a phone call or something. I'm, I'm giving careful thought to those kinds of things. Because I believe desire is a strong driver of behavior. Like, if you want something bad enough, you will find a way to get it. You know, n not to be crass or dark, but, you know, just like suicidal people, if they really want to kill themselves, no matter where you put them, they can find a way. Or just like uh, smokers, a more lighthearted example. Like, <laughs> you know, a smoker will find a way to get nicotine. Like, they, they can go from hillbilly to rocket scientist really quickly. <clears throat> and that, that's the power of desire. That's the power of, of that. And that's how powerful it is, especially when it drives our behavior. Um, another interesting thing about that is when you think about when America put a man on the moon a long time ago, you know, so many people wanted that to happen and a whole nation, well, basically like in a general sense, the whole nation got behind that mission and eventually we put a man on the moon. Like it's incredible what you can do when you really want something and you get people to rally behind you. That's why activism is no laughing matter. It's nothing to sneeze at. You know, some activist groups start out small, right? And it may seem pathetic, but the more they can convince people or awaken people to their mission and ideals, you know, like, mountains can be moved. What was once a small unit be became, like, a bigger group, to say the least.
and being aware of how powerful wanting something is. It, it makes me really cautious about the things that I want consciously and also in ways I'm not aware of. You know, like... It be, because what we want and how we manifest getting it, it, it can reshape our lives for better or for worse. You know, like, may, maybe I miss talking to somebody, so I, I send them a text, I reach out to them, or I reach out to them on Facebook and see see if we can reconnect after years of not talking or however long it's been. And so that can that can make my life better or worse you know depending why we quit talking and so it's like um you know i i use the end of the year as like prime time to like reconnect with people and bury the hatchet with people and so there's just no telling and so far all the people i reached out to um it, yeah we're, we're cool that's awesome. And so, you know, it, it, the power of wanting can, can also like say things about us. Like for me, like consciously, I want to manifest more freedom. I want to have more options in life, you know, so that means I need to make more money. And so if, if I'm going to use YouTube as a way to do that, I got to create better content to get more views, more subscribers, more likes, more comments, and then potentially make more money. And that's the goal me of me bringing my podcast to YouTube. And what I'm going to do for the old episodes on my podcast since June 7th of 2021, I'm going to make videos um, like video renditions of those episodes. And I haven't decided if I want to bring every series from my podcast to YouTube. But so far it looks like I want to do that. Because my podcast started out with every 10 episodes was a season. And it followed a theme. I'm thinking about doing that with with YouTube. And I want to provide like free courses on self-improvement. You know, maybe I can save some people some time and money by doing so. And there's just a lot to be excited about. You know, new content. I'm thinking about getting a a Japanese room divider to be a background here. And I could sit in my chair. Maybe put an LED lamp behind it that can, like, have different colors going. And it would go through the shades. That'd be really cool. I, I want I want to have a more aesthetically pleasing. I want to have more aesthetically pleasing imagery on YouTube than what you see here. I just take everything one step at a time, one day at a time. And like I like I've talked about before, one way to build patience or the only way to build patience is to be patient when it's hard. It's like working out. You you don't overdo it to where you're injured. You just put on a heavier weight and do your same reps and sets 
as you normally would, and then that's how you get stronger incrementally. And that's how I look at patients. And my patients, some, some days are better than others, where some days I don't have a lot of patients. So I need to restructure and redesign how I'm living in that particular moment. Like, um, there will be certain things I'll have to avoid and certain things I'll have to do at some point. Um, to be more specific, you know, when I, when I have low patients and I'm all worked up, it, it's better that, um, I keep interactions with other people short and I also let them know that I'm not in a good place to be socializing anyway. And usually people are really understanding of that. And also getting more time to myself to reflect and recharge. And, um, you know, I, I do believe I have a lot of patience. I really do. And I base that on the things that I tolerate. And you can get to know yourself and your strengths really well by analyzing all the things that you put up with. And notice for me, as I get older, I have less patience for people. Um, I'm not entirely sure why that is, you know, because when I was in my twenties, you know, I had no problem being subordinate to somebody else who was in a leadership position. Like I was cool with authority and I had no problem with band members arriving late. Usually we had one band member who would just be late all the time or sometimes not even show up. You know, but I had the patience to deal with that. Now that I'm older, I, I, I don't think... I, I, it's so hard to imagine myself putting up with that. It's so hard to imagine that. Um, I, I I don't know if it's because my standards got higher as, as I got older. Maybe, maybe that is it. But just because that makes sense doesn't mean it's true. Or it could just be part of it. And that's been one of my main goals for a while now is to be a more nuanced thinker. And that's why my every podcast episode, I'm getting better at presenting reasonable things. My content is become is becoming more accurate and reasonable to reality. In the beginning of my podcast, I didn't really care for nuance too much. I cared about it a little bit, but my main goal was to like be certain with a message and that would the how that would play out is i would have an uncompromising view on something and that could turn true intellectuals away from my content so eventually drew taught me about nuance and it, it's it's been a game changer in every arena in my life it's made me a more clear thinker and it's made me um more rational in every sense of the word For the longest time in my life, like ever since ever since I was a preteen, I've always cared about clarity and being a clear thinker. And what really boosted that was going to a private middle school, and they taught me a lot about class, elegance, and elitism. Well, I mean, and other things too. They taught me a variety of things, not just your typical reading, writing, and math and PE kind of stuff. They they were teaching a lot of a lot of stuff. We 
we had one class where we learned about the different serving utensils and plates and glassware and how to how to be proper at at a dinner party and we, we had all sorts of stuff like that teaching elegance and that's always been a big appeal to me since i was a youngster or ever since i was born really classy and elegant wise old sages have always um been people i wanted to be close to but you know it's one of the one of my least favorite questions what do you do I don't like it because I feel like I'm being like categorized like I'm I'm being like I'm I'm like someone's trying to check a box about me and see where I fit into their social pyramid like because ever since I was little I've always wanted to know what people like doing I, I never really cared what people did for money um, I mean, sometimes that is interesting, you know, but that will vary. However, uh, you know, I've always answered that question with what I want to aspire to be. Like ever since middle school, I, I would, uh, market myself as a musician. People ask, what do you do? Oh, I'm a musician. And I would go into details about it and, and it worked. It worked for me anyway. So, I mean, would that be advice I would give? answer that if you're like me and you don't like the question what do you do answer with what you want to do i i i I suppose i could recommend that but you know um i've had various levels of respect throughout my life because i've done different things from things i want to do like music and writing uh to working normal jobs being a student and then also working fancy jobs, like being an executive assistant. And the executive assistant gave me the most staffs and respect from people. And doing things like that. Doing what that job entailed. Business-oriented work. And the thing is, it felt good to have that status. It felt good to be respected. It also felt bad, where it's like, oh, because, because I make a lot of money doing this... Because I have this title, because I make money with this title, now I'm more worthy of your respect. You you don't care what I want to do with my life. You don't care about what I like doing. Uh, because, I mean, wouldn't that be a better way to get to know somebody? Is to ask them what they like doing? Yeah. Like, if I ask someone, so what do you do? And they go, oh, I go hiking. I'd be like, oh, that's really fucking awesome. Where do you hike? And I would just get in a conversation about that because I want to get to know them instead of judge their worth and value as a person based off their 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 occupation and income. You know? I'm not trying to make a big bigger deal of this than it needs to be. I'm just exploring it. Um... Yeah, the thing is, like, I'm more curious about what people want to do with their lives. I'm more curious about what people love doing. That, that's what I'm more curious about. And I'm no, I'm no misanthrope or anything. However, I, I can be annoyed by people, too. The general public, I can be annoyed by it.
every time I go on the internet, like say I watch some body cam footage of a cop, I just see the same repetitive things from people in the comment section. Like, if the officer wasn't in the wrong, everyone's like, give a medal to the officer for keeping composed in the line of duty. is so admirable. Or, shame on this person for doing this bad thing. I can't imagine this. Oh, well, I have kids. Um, or, like, you'll see repetitive kinds of subject matter. Or actually even just lines. Different variations of the same phrasing. Of the same phrases and the comments of and the comment sections of videos and posts it's like there's things we're supposed to say i guess i think it's for social cohesion's sake you know i, th I think people say things that would generally be agreed upon by the collective of society which is interesting because you know, society in America has a very checkered reputation. There's quite a lot of people who are very much against it. There's quite a bunch of people who are very for it. Where the people who are for it really want to improve society and they they think society is good. And there's people who are against society and think it's bad and could care less if it crumbles. Uh, I don't know where I fit into any of that. Or the in-between or whatever nuance I'm missing. I don't know where I fit into it. Because I'm pretty neutral about it. Um, I don't really care what society thinks in general. But that doesn't mean I dislike society. I think people in general are awesome fundamentally. I think fundamentally people are pretty cool. Most of my interactions with people are positive. And... Uh, you know, I, I, I associate with people I like. I associate with people I love. I associate with people I, I want to work with. I associate with people who are easy for me to work with. So, I'm no misanthrope by any means. I do believe that people are good for the most part. And I do believe that there is more good in the world than bad. I have no sources or data for that. It's just a belief I have based on my experience with humanity but i am aware there are bad things happening and the planet is is being destroyed in certain areas i am aware of that and that's not good uh but i'm not going to hate humanity for it um I, I i think humanity is really diverse for a lot of different reasons i think it's comprised of both good and evil and so I don't have this opinion that humanity is fully good or fully bad or mostly good or mostly bad. I'm still sifting through everything about it. I'm still making sense of it. My thoughts are still shaping on whether humanity is good or bad. But if I had to choose one right now, I'd say for the most part, humanity is good. But that's if I had to answer it right now. But I'm still going through all that. So many things that bring up are like a background process. I'm just thinking about it in the background of my mind and making sense of it. And that's how new insights show up to me later on. My YouTube videos are hit or miss. Some videos do really well and some of them don't. I, I don't know if it's the title, the thumbnail, 
I don't know if it's the subject matter. I don't know if it's how I open. I don't know if it's the length of it. I don't know if it's when I post. I think it might be all the above in different ways. Maybe I, I think I'm going to figure out what I need to do to blow up on YouTube over time. Or not like blow up on YouTube, but I mean like get more consistent new views and subscribers. But yeah, it's just interesting that um, with social cohesion, there, there there's things, you just kind of know instinctively what you shouldn't say and what you should say, even based off little to no context. It's usually by the question you're asked or the statement made towards you that you'll have an idea of how to have social cohesion with those people. I'm noticing that a lot of the times people don't even care if it's inauthentic of you, you to say the right thing. They just cared that you said the right thing anyway. Because that's what you're supposed to say, authentic or not. And nobody's going to chastise you or give you a hard time for thinking outside of the social group. <clears throat> and so that, that's what's made comment sections annoying to me. Because I'm usually looking for insightful things um, that are unique or something really funny. Um, but instead, I usually see a lot of repetitive virtue signaling and also praise and shame upon different people in the videos and posts. So... Um, Yeah, I guess, I guess that's really all I had to say on that. But I'm really excited to be able to cut and edit footage. I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited to be able to add sounds and background music to my videos. Um, but yeah, I, I, I have a backlog of ideas for content with my podcast and YouTube channel. And I even have a separate back, excuse me, I even have a separate backlog for, for video ideas where I can actually have a better production. So I have, I have easy content like this. I have ideas for that where it's all one shot take. And I have ideas for when I can edit and do cooler stuff. And those are my best ideas too, in my opinion. But yeah, I'm still figuring everything out. And, you know, I just had a great Thanksgiving and I just wanted to come on here and ramble on about a few things that have been on my mind. If you found this interesting and you want to see more, leave a like and subscribe. If you have anything to contribute in the comments, feel free to comment. I love reading and replying to comments.